What's up, world? It's Nate, host of Life Tips Podcast. And I'm coming to you with an important message. In May 2023, the writers in TV and film went on strike. The strike has gone on for roughly two and a half months. And now, in July of 2023, the actors have joined them. So now, the actors and the writers are both not working. Like, no one is going to work. And essentially, the American film world, the American film and TV world as we know it, as of now, is officially shut down. Anything that was being worked on is done. Hollywood is pretty much entering a global pandemic. This is the second major world-shifting moment since 2020 when the coronavirus took over the entire world. But now, instead of a physical virus, the virus is Hollywood and the studios refusing to properly take care of the people that work for them. As someone who enjoys Marvel and DC, TV and film, it hurts. I'm grateful that the Little Mermaid made it, but this hurts. It hurts for the consumers, and most importantly, it hurts for the people that make a living off of being a part of the movie industry. So all we can do now is pray. Pray for the movies, excuse me, pray for the movie world, the TV world, and the writers 
and the actors. When will it end? I don't know. But if there's not a change, this is going to continue on. So I wanted to come through before we get started with this podcast episode and just simply let you know I believe that actors and writers deserve equal treatment. There are people that have made a lot of money over the years. And for the new people coming into the game, they need to make money. But it doesn't work if the people with the money are refusing to cut the proper checks, provide benefits, and more. So thank you for listening to this public service announcement. And now let's move into the podcast episode.
What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. You see, the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hey, you. You. Are you new to life tips? Well then, welcome aboard. Do me a favor and hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. Now, if you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. Thank you so much. This has been Nate the host of Life Tips Podcast, just greeting you, and yeah, all right then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show... I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast and write a review and also leave a five star rating because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode.
So last week, we were supposed to talk about how online dating sucks. But then the entire world got blasted with Usher and Kiki Palmer's boyfriend video. And so I switched up the topic and we talked about boyfriend advice. And I gave advice to all the existing boyfriends on what not to do and what not or how not to behave. Excuse me. So what not to do and how not to behave when it comes to their women. And um, that was very, very important. So I'm so glad I did not talk about how online dating sucks. But since we are coming up on the eve of my bro's wedding, which is actually happening as we speak, I wanted to specifically talk about online dating sucks just a tad bit in the beginning portion and then move into what weddings teach you. Because that's where it all starts, right? Starts off as you're a boyfriend, then you become a fiance, and then a husband. Those are the three stages. So before we even get to what weddings teach you, let's dive into online dating. It sucks. I've tried every online dating app in existence and nothing worked. So don't do online dating. It's not worth it. It's a waste of time and it sucks. There you go. That's that's that podcast episode for you in a nutshell. The best way to meet somebody is to actually go out and meet people or just meet people ace to face off the random. They say the best relationships happen unexpectedly, right? That statement is true, but how unexpectedly comes about, I think that you should be meeting people in person and not online to make sure that that quote actually comes about accurately in your real life scenarios. And so now we can talk about what weddings teach you, because as we stand right now, I'm going to a wedding single, but it's my guy's wedding, and I'm super excited for him and my friend to marry each other so that I can have another married couple to talk to. And um, yeah, so this podcast episode is just going to be a a giant list of things that weddings have taught me, but I'm also going to give some tips and tricks on what you can actually learn while sitting in the midst of a wedding by yourself if you are indeed single with nobody in your life romantically. Let's get started. Forsaking all others. You know, that has to be done way before you get to the altar to say those words on your wedding day.
You see, a lot of people think, where did he go? Sorry, y'all, there's a fly and I almost had a chance to kill him. But I think he's on top of the light and I can't bang that light. Because if I do, I'll have to pay for it. But he loves that area. So when I got a chance, I'll take him out. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Forsaking all others, right? You've got to do that before you get to your wedding day. See, a lot of people think, oh my gosh, get out of the way. A lot of people think that, or not a lot of people think, but I'm willing to take a guess. Ah, hold on a second. Close. Close, close, close. Almost had him. Let me move this thing a little bit more. Yes, I'm literally trying to kill a fly and record a podcast episode. Crazy, right? Anyway, a lot of people think that... Where's my train of thought? Oh, yes. I would like to imagine that a lot of people think that when you get to your wedding day... That's when you are supposed to really put into practice the whole forsaking all others part. When in reality, you should be forsaking all others before you even get there. You'll remember that I've talked about this extensively before. When you're dating, there are things that you should do and there are things that you shouldn't do. In other words, there are things that are necessary to do when you're dating and not necessary to do when you're dating. One of the things that's not necessary to do when you're dating, excuse me, one of the things that's not necessary to do when you're dating is... is, almost had him, (laughs) one of the things that's not necessary to do when you're dating is talk about money extensively and talk about credit scores extensively and get into how much you make per year and all that other stuff. That's not necessary to discuss until you are engaged. Because once you're engaged, Then you're trying to build a life together. That's when you want to do a credit check, credit report check, da, 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 da. That's exactly what Simone did with uh, Rashid from Ready to Love. They did a credit check right before they were going to get married. Literally within like 50, 45 days, I think she said. And... That's why she called off her wedding because Rashid didn't have any money for the wedding. He blew his half of the money that he saved up for the wedding on bills. Along with finding out that 99 
excuse me, 0.9% of stuff is in her, his, his mom's name and not his, and it's a whole mess. But I get why she called off her wedding, and I applaud her for calling off her wedding. It was necessary to call off your wedding. Rashid, you messed up. You messed up before you got Simone. And in return, you lost Simone because of messing up prior to arriving. And that is actually what we are talking about in this particular segment of the podcast episode. You don't want to mess yourself up before arriving at that point. Not just in terms of Rashid and money and finances. Yes, you want to have your finances in order, just like your woman should have her finances in order. Simone had hers. She had all her affairs in order. Rashid didn't. But in terms of forsaking all others, one thing that is also not necessary in the dating stage is to clock your man or your woman in terms of stalking their whereabouts. And number two, digging deep into whether they have male or female friends. That is completely unnecessary. Because when you're dating, you should keep the friends that you have, whether they are male or female. But you should set boundaries. Which is exactly where this topic comes in. Forsaking all others, right? Set boundaries. Which means when you're dating, you tell people that you're dating not to brag, but to protect yourself. Especially when another woman comes along and flirts with you, thinking you are single because you do not have a ring on your finger. What did I do? When I was dating my ex, I made sure to keep I made sure to keep my finger on the button called photos so that if somebody came to me on some I'm interested in you, I go straight to my photos gallery, pull up a picture of her and say, no, I'm with her and this isn't this isn't the way to go. And even my platonic female friends and my best friends knew who my girlfriend was. So they essentially knew, don't mess with Nate, don't flirt with Nate, don't go to that extreme with Nate because he's dating and he won't tolerate that happening to him and to our friendship. I will either shut the friendship down because you went there, or I will gently reprimand you and say, hey, don't do this again. I'm dating. You know who I'm dating. And I don't want to have to cut you off. And most importantly, I don't want to have to sick my girlfriend on you. Because if that happens and my girl has to come for you, that's going to be the last resort thing where it's like, I tried to tell you to back off in that way. You wouldn't listen to me, so listen to my girlfriend. 
And if you don't listen to my girlfriend, then I'm just going to cut you off, period. Because you just disrespected me and her. So, yeah. Forsaking all others. You should do that long before you get to the point of being in a relationship with someone else. Don't wait till you get to your wedding night or your wedding day to say that part of the vows and start forsaking all others after you have a ring on your feet. No, you start that immediately from day one once you declare between you and the other person, we are a couple, a unit, and we are dating. And that is exactly how it should go. And that's what weddings teach you. They don't just teach you about this is what you eventually will have to do. They teach you what to do now in the present before you get there. So now that we've discussed that, I want to talk about what weddings have taught me leading up to this particular wedding moment. So, there have been a total of one, two, three, four, five. Let me get this number right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, there we go. Got it. Six. There have been a total of six weddings that I've attended in the last four years. Technically four and a half years because we're halfway through 2023. My bro Christian and his wife in 2019, in August. Then in September, my uncle and my aunt. Then in 2020, my brother-in-law and my sister. Then in 2021, I attended... The wedding. Oh, I forgot their wedding. Oops. In 2021. Trying to think. Whose wedding did I go to in 2021? I went to. Christian. No. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, yes. Jordan and Anaya, there we go. Jordan and Anaya's wedding, so that's seven. Jordan and Anaya's wedding 
in, in late 2021. And then in 2022, I went to CJ's wedding. So those are weddings I've gone to. I should have been a little bit more clear. Um, I've experienced a total of seven weddings so far. And then there was Jordan and Candace's wedding, which I didn't get a chance to go to, but I was around them leading up to their big day for the most part. Then Justin and Cam, even though we had a falling out, I still recognize their wedding as something that took place in 2023. So now we are at wedding number seven, Shakira and Zay. And in every case of those six weddings that came before, weddings taught me one thing. That this is the ultimate goal to reach in your singleness. The only wedding that taught me something different was Jordan and Anaya's wedding because I attended that wedding with my then girlfriend. And while I was at that wedding, I learned that if you stick with the person that you're dating beyond the first year, then you will inevitably make it to that point in your relationship as a couple. But if you start over and you break up and you have to end up going through the dating process all over again and meet someone new and and chart a trajectory towards that timeline, it's going to be harder and harder to achieve that. Because time will not be on your side. What do I mean by that? There's a little fun saying that I 
I'm definitely heard it. I'm not sure if you guys have heard it, but it goes along these lines. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in a baby carriage. It's a nice little nuance. Nice say. It's a nice saying, there's nuance to the saying. Love maybe love marriage baby carriage. Let's let's break this down. So the love and marriage part, self-explanatory. Baby in a baby carriage, that comes after your wedding and after you've been married for a few years. To each his own though. Some people have kids on honeymoon night, some people start having kids. Six months later, it just depends on the comfortability level of the husband and the wife. But that is the biggest part of marriage if you decide to have a kid. Baby in the baby carriage. And more specifically for the woman, because the woman only has a certain amount of time to bear kids before it physically becomes a hazard and a risk. So you want to take care of that between a woman's 30s, 40s, and that's about it. I don't really know too many women in their 50s having kids, except for one famous person that just had a baby. The point that I'm trying to make is... When you get to your wedding day, that should be on your mind and her mind not long after you get to the point where you're comfortable with each other and you're ready to have kids. And the big thing about that when it comes to what weddings teach you, is that you want to marry someone who will be a great mom for your future kids. If she's not, don't tie the knot with her. What weddings teach you, it definitely teaches you that. So in singleness, weddings teach you this is the ultimate goal. If you go to a wedding with a significant other, then weddings should teach you that this is the goal that you want to achieve with the person sitting next to you. How do I know? Because at CJ and Amanda's wedding, Guess who I was sitting next to? Shakira. My man's fiance slash now wife. I was sitting right next to her at CJ's wedding. And I can confirm 
that Shakira was thinking about Zay, picturing them at the altar one day. And she was super excited about the possibility of being a married woman. Little did she know that just, hold on a second. Little did she know that just 10 months later, she would actually be an engaged woman. And then 11 months later, she would be a married woman. They are getting married one month before CJ's one year anniversary with his wife. Incredible, right? So weddings teach you two things, but they apply to separate stages of your life. But there's one more thing that weddings teach you as a single person and I specifically want to dive into that after we're finished with the commercial break. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by now active for life tips podcast so if you love this podcast please 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 give to support future episodes of the show no amount is too great or too small it would really mean a lot to me if you all would help support the podcast and get this show where it needs to be moving forward so again if you're really just into this show and you look forward to episodes every single week drop something in the support channel drop something in the support button you can click on it really means a lot to me and it'll go towards future episodes being produced all right cool back to show. Tips Podcast, and this is our sponsor.
Yo, uh, we got Spotify, Spot Spotify for podcasters. Let me tell you about it. Spotify for podcasters is the new podcast service from Spotify. It's totally free. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It allows you to create your podcast using various tools and your distribution is on Spotify. Spotify first and then they will distribute your podcast to different platforms for you. It's literally the all-in-one place to make a podcast. And then there's video podcasts. So Spotify for podcasts has a video feature as well. It is not just audio. So if you want to get started with Spotify for podcasters, then all you have to do is go to www.podcasters.spotify.com to get started on making your very own show. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Weddings teach you, as a single person, that it's important to vet properly from day one. So that you don't have to ever doubt that this person is the right one for you and your future. What does that mean? Well, once again, I am attending a wedding single. The first wedding that I attended single was CJ and Amanda almost a year ago. And while there, I was... Very much interested in one of the bridesmaids, but I never got a chance to dance with her.
which also meant that we didn't get a chance to talk. Why is that important? It's important because of the phase of life that I'm actually in. So I finished the first school year. I started the second school year two weeks ago. And now I'm back fully ingrained in the school system for school year number two. And my one year anniversary at the job is coming up in just under two months. Check mark that. My car although it has been hit multiple times, has still remained in my possession for the last two years and is extremely, extremely, extremely healthy because the oil and filter change has yet to come back around. So I have yet to actually get him another oil and filter change appointment. And by virtue of getting into accidents and having to get stripped apart and fixed up and put back together, the mechanics got a chance to work on him. And before giving him back to me, of course they put him on the road for a test to make sure that everything went well. Especially considering that I told him that his brakes felt a little bit weird before they took him in. So they probably did take care of, you know, messing with his brakes a little bit prior to giving it back to me. So check mark that, check mark the job, and now check mark the apartment search. For 2024, that process has now started. I don't know where I'm going to be living next year, but it's going to be beautiful because... This year, in January, I got my first ever thousand-something tax return back. Next year, it's going to be more. It's going to be 2,000. And because I won't be in a terrible situation money-wise, that 2,000 will go straight into saving for the apartment. So at this point, I'm at the wedding of CJ and Amanda, and I'm not where I need to be just yet, but I'm on the path, and I'm searching for the future misses. Fast forward to now, 
I'm where I need to be completely. The place is coming in the next year. I'm looking for the missus, but this time I'm in a much better place than before. Back at CJ's wedding, I was still in the part-time zone looking for a full-time. Now, I've got almost a year under my belt in the school system, and another school year has just started. So my level of experience has gone up. My raise is coming. <laughs> the pay raise is going up. Which means the money will go up. And with the money going up, bills will not be as strenuous as they were before. Oh, what else? Let's not forget the business I started on the back end to replace Uber and Lyft. So now we've got multiple streams of income running, plus a potential part-time coming later this year to add on to the money factor. I'm way more stable than I was a year ago, which makes me an amazing candidate. Not to mention that the last year of healing has been tremendous. Yes, the 4th of July week was difficult to get through, but it was only because the memories came back up. But now, all of that is in the past, and I don't remember it anymore. It's like a blip. So what weddings teach you as a secondary source of information is that if you do your vetting properly, then you might be able to secure yourself a special someone while you're actually at the wedding itself. Especially if you're having issues beyond the wedding scene and beyond your job just actually meeting people. They say put yourself out there, right? Hasn't really been the best experiences. For example, I met someone at Nexus the high, through High Calling, Nexus, the young adult ministry that I referenced in past couple episodes. Met someone there at the beginning of the year, lost touch. Turns out her, she, excuse me, turns out her phone got switched out and she never saved my number. That's fine. Because when we finally did catch up, she saved my number. But when we did catch up, she also said this right off the gate without my knowing that this was coming and without, you know, with me just, you know, not in that headspace 
but I got placed in that headspace prematurely because of this message. Just so that we're clear, I'm not looking for a romantic relationship. That's a lie. And I was smart enough to see through that. I was smart enough to see that because every woman who desires marriage and family desires marriage and family. If that's one of your desires, if that's something that you would like to see happen for yourself, then it's innately inside you to desire that which is great. But it's a lie if you tell someone that you're not looking for a romantic relationship because one day you're going to meet someone and that's going to go out the window and the next thing out of your mouth is going to be, well, God sent him. But as I've always said a million times, God's not going to be lazy and just send you someone or just drop someone in your lap. You've got to do the work. And part of doing the work means realizing that said person in the future could be anybody. It's not some specific person. It could be anybody. But you won't. family it's your hostess with the mostest the goat from over at powerfully black and excellent the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk your kin folk all across the nation baby now look if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals we got your back if you're looking for a podcast that's gonna light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner we got your back and if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful we got your back so come check us out on anchor fm and almost all streaming platforms using the name powerfully comma black and excellent without the e we drop new episodes every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time so if you're not listening to us what are you doing
Okay, so before I got that phone call, I was explaining, yes, I, I found my train of thought. It is a lie because... Wait for this house phone to stop ringing so I can finish my thoughts. I hate you guys hearing this. So annoying. Who cares? Anyway, it is a lie because, like I said before, one day you're going to just throw that out the window and say, oh, but God sent him. When in reality, again, like I've said a million times before, God is not going to send you someone just off the random and you don't have any part to play in it. No, you do. Because the person that God is sending you isn't someone specific. We think it's someone specific because we think it's going to be based on our standards. And there's nothing wrong with having standards. I'm just saying that nine times out of ten, the guy that comes into your life that makes you throw that whole I'm not looking for a romantic relationship bullcrap out the window could be anyone. And your job is to be open to God leading that whole thing and giving you the green light to pursue in the hopes that this person is actually the right one. And so that is what actually happened at the beginning of this year with someone that I didn't meet in the context of a wedding. And this has continued to happen over and over and over and over again since calling things off with my ex. In fact, I have a I have a list here of all the people that it didn't work with post Amber, which is why I knew that it was crucial to hold on to her and not let things end because it was hard enough getting to her in the first place. And it's going to be even harder getting past her to get into the future. Because even if God is the one that directs the connection, which he is, as the guy, and most importantly, as a guy with past relationship history, you're going to have to sit down and talk about them and discuss what happened in order for them to know that you can be trusted with them. So in January, one, two, three, three people. And of course, 
had a final convo with my ex where she said she wanted absolutely nothing to do with me. But aside from that, two awesome women and my former neighbor. My former neighbor lives somewhere else now, but we keep in touch. This person used to go to my church, but we don't talk anymore like we used to, like the song. And then Ms. Alana is happily in a relationship with another guy, and they have been serious for quite some time, and she told me on Instagram. Then in February, Lalani met her at Born Again Ministries during one of their singles events. That didn't go anywhere. Diamond and I ended up becoming friends. Goes to my guy Zay's church. Then, March through June, amazing young lady from Born Again Ministries. Not Belani, who I met at Born Again Ministries at one of their separate events. This young lady actually goes there as her home church met her, it was going great for a while, and then, poof. Uh, let me actually put in this other person. Kiana. There was never anything there, however, there could have been, considering that she did date my guy for a few weeks and then they called it off and then we start talking. Normally, I wouldn't be the Mr. Steal Your Girl type, but it made sense at the time since they weren't really together, but hey, who's actually counting? But that never really got off the ground because she came out the cut and said what she had to say. June, July, and August up till now, nothing. Why is this important? It's important because of the realization that if you're not in a certain setting, you will fail miserably. Putting yourself out there is not as easy as people make it seem. So here we are, wedding day, Shakira, Isaiah, I'm there at the wedding and at the wedding reception. What's going to happen? What is it that weddings teach me now? 
Well, to get that question answered, you will have to tune in to the last itty-bitty segment of this podcast episode, which will be recorded... For a different podcast episode coming soon. In other words, it's not going to be in this podcast episode, but it's going to be linked to this podcast episode in a different episode with a segment title that relates to this podcast episode. It will make sense eventually, but... For now, I'll just say stay tuned to hear what weddings teach me now post being at Zay and Shakira's official day. Wait, wait, social media. Wait, wait, social media. Don't go, don't go. Gotta give you our social media. So, if you want to follow Life Tips Podcast on the internet, there are several ways you can do this. The first is on Facebook. The second is on Twitter. And the third is on Instagram. So on all three of these platforms, search at Life Tips Podcast. If you'd like to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker and at Spoken Life Tips and on Facebook at Spoken Life Tips. So that is basically where you can find the show on social media and where you can find me on social media. Twitter at off underscore gen underscore person. That's at A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person and that's about it so uh those are the social media accounts that you can follow the show on and follow me on and so i look forward to connecting with you on the internet and uh yeah